Your life can feel like it's smooth sailing, and then all of a sudden, you hit an iceberg, and you think, I can't ever recover from this. I'm sure that's how Nikki felt. Nikki Leonti signed a record deal, had a successful music career as a teenager, and then she found out she was pregnant, and then she was a single mom. But the cool thing was, God was not done with Nikki yet, and she wrote a devotional for single moms, just like her, called All Things Beautiful. And that's who's hanging out in the 30-second book club this week. So I hope you enjoy it. And if you like it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Maybe share this with a friend who could use some encouragement, too. And be sure to rate the podcast in your favorite podcast downloader thingy, too. Thanks. First, share your story of how you got to this point to be able to share things with single mom, you know, and, and the story of you uh, being a single mom as well. Yeah, it's um, first off, thanks for having me. I'm just so honored to be talking to you. I, um, I started this journey a long time ago when um, I was a teenager and found myself in a situation that I never thought it would with being, you know, a young mom. And I just remembered throughout that time of walking through like the uncertainties of everything, the difficulties, feeling alone, that there wasn't many resources for me that I felt like I could really connect to. And throughout that time, I just kept saying, someday I want to help develop more resources for young women, you know, just from someone that could be a friend to them, you know, through my writing and say, hey, I've been where you've been. I'm on the other side over here, just cheering them on to, to keep going and keep moving through and, and to get to the other side, because it, it can be difficult and it can be lonely, but um, you can definitely make it through. I just want to be honest with you for a second. I mean... I'm I'm really I'm like a, I'm a recovering I don't know maybe I want to call myself a recovering Christian <laughs> where most of my life I would hear somebody in your situation and be like oh I don't know how to connect with them I don't know even where to start I'm thinking maybe there's people that are kind of in my in my place that want to encourage maybe that single mom that ended up showing up for church one day at their church and they're like well I don't I don't. I want to make sure I encourage them, and I don't want to, you know, scare them away. What, what would you say to someone that wants to encourage a single mom, you know, like you were in, in that situation and just not knowing what to do? Well, first, I want to say a lot of us. You're not alone. There's a lot of us recovering Christians who are relearning a lot of different things, and I feel like a lot is being, you know, evolved uh, right now from within people who've been maybe raised in in the church or. Um, have been extra religious, uh, a lot has changed. And I think especially at the time when I found out I was pregnant, things were still kind of stuck a little bit. And there was a lot of uncertainty and people that didn't understand exactly where I was coming from. And like, how could you have even done that anyway? You're a Christian, you know? So it, there was a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of people are are learning kind of how to be. And so that's like what I try to encourage churches and people who have maybe single moms that, you know, you don't know how to be there for them, or you don't quite understand their situation. I think, you know, leading with love is what I always say, because, you know, especially during that time in my life, you know, the people that were finger pointing or being judgmental or making me feel alienated and isolated from the church, it wasn't, that reaction that really transformed me to become a better person or get closer to God myself. You know, it was, it was the people who, who came towards me with love 
and said, it's okay, you're still worthy to be in our church. You're still worthy to be involved. You know, we're here for you to walk through. And those actions of love were what broke down my defenses and and made me want to, to know God better because I felt who he was through those acts of love. And I didn't feel who he was through unkind words or, or judgment or you know, how could you sinned? You know, those were the things that made me want to run away. And so I always just, and this is for any situation people are in that maybe you don't understand. Um, I always just always tell people to, to, to love them and let your love and acceptance um, of just them as, as human beings be what helps transform them to, to want to, to do better in life and to want to, you know, strive for what God wants for them. Hmm. I love that. And, and, and Nikki, you know, I, I feel like, um, of course, I have not been in the situation you've been in, but there must have been a feeling of kind of like hope, hopelessness, like, okay, this is not how I saw my life going, God, but God really took your life and kind of, you know, wrote an incredible love story. So do you just want to share kind of what happened and, and how you ended up meeting uh, your husband and, and how that how beautiful that story is? Yeah, it was, there was definitely huge moments of, of loneliness and isolation there. Yeah, I went from being this girl singing for events of sometimes up to 100,000 people, you know, touring the world, um, being looked at as someone important, you know, treated like someone important um, at that time and maybe uh, treated too well because of maybe I had a name out there or something. And I soon realized, you know, when I found out I was pregnant, it became just very lonely, very quick. I I was very sick during my pregnancy with my daughter and went from touring to two weeks later in this apartment in Nashville. I had moved from my family already and was entirely alone. And I wasn't hearing from any of these people that were in my life at the time um, celebrating me. And it just became, it became very dark. And so I walked through an even darker period after that. I mean, there's my story that people know about, and then there's the story people don't even know about. And that's just how dark it did get. And I fully walked away from God. I didn't want anything to do with the church. Um, I just kind of started seeing God, how people were treating me. And I didn't want any part of that. Um, so I made some more bad decisions within all of that, and it took me a while to kind of find my footing and for God to bring me back in um, through His love and through really always being there. Um, and eventually, I, I got my life back together. And you know, through that, several years later, um, with my daughter being well, twelve at the time, I met a guy who was pretty fantastic and. I, I told him, hey, you know, I'm a mom. My daughter used to call her the mom bomb. Did you drop the mom bomb yet? Do they know? Um, and like, I'm getting ready to. Um, so, I, you know, I said, hey, I've, I'm a mom, and here's my past. And, you know, I met someone who looked at me and was like, really? Like, I get to meet an extension of you? How exciting. Like, I can't wait to to get to know, you know who you are as a mom and your kids and everything. And so it was, that was very transforming for me. And he never made me feel judged for my past. And, um, 
So that was Ryan Edgar, my husband, who's, he's a worship pastor out here in, in Southern California and just an incredible songwriter and, and human. Um, so he came in and adopted, you know, and my daughter and, um, and that changed everything too. So he, um, yeah, he was quite an angel for us and, and it just shows, you know, like showed me that no matter how dark things got for me and complicated and messy my story was, and it was messy, um, that if you keep, you know, acknowledging God and, and, and walking, you know, towards God, that he can take any situation, no matter how crazy and weird and complicated it is, then he can create a story that's so beautiful out of this mess that I had and a story that was better and more amazing than anything I could have ever written for myself. So it's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, I can just tell that you just, you can hear the joy of, um, you know, all making all things beautiful. God's done that for you. That's the name of your book too. And Nikki, I think one of the things that's really impactful is, you know, I think as a single mom, sometimes it can feel like maybe there's no hope and no future, but then again, yeah. uh, do you have, you also can have that worry of, well, what if everything actually works out? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, there's a lot of fear sometimes involved in being a single mom because things can seem uncertain. You think, what if I, you know, for me being so young, I would think, what if I ruined my life already and my chances of, of really going after my dreams or doing the things that I've always I've always wanted to do before this, you know, there was a lot of, of fear that by having a child that all of that had to be thrown away and I couldn't stay the course of, of the path that I wanted to take in my life. And one of my chapters says, well, what if everything works out and all your fears never come to life? You know, I, I had gotten to a place in my single parenting journey where, you know, I kept dwelling on the possibilities of what if, you know, what if someone never sees me as, as valuable or worth having in their life and I don't find a good guy or, you know, I never, um, I never pursue my career again or, or write the books that I want to write and, and live out the dreams. And I had a, um, a lady at the time I was talking to, cause I really always encourage, you know, seeking wisdom and counsel from people. I think it's so important to express our hearts and our feelings to a, a, a therapist, a Christian therapist, somebody who can help us, you know, walk through that. And I had asked her at the time, you know, what if all of this stuff, I'm living in this, this fear right now. And she said, you know, the things that you were scared of 10 years ago, look back. And I did. And there were things 10 years ago I was, you know, scared of, so scared of. She goes, did all those things happen? I said, no. She said, well, probably the, the you 10 years from now is going to look back and tell you you've got this, it's going to be okay, and you don't have to live in that fear. And that was something that was very transforming for me. And, you know, a lot of times things get bigger in our brains than, you know, they are in real life and that we really can tackle this and we really can you know, make a a path for ourselves. And I always tell people, even with, you know, being a mom, that, you know, yes, it can be difficult and you've got more responsibilities, but bring them along with you, you know, on your dream journey with you. Um, 
you don't have to halt your dreams. You, you can still go and pursue everything you absolutely want to for your life. And, you know, this is in no way a restriction to your path. So get back on board, keep walking, you know, down that road. And this was, you know, just sometimes we go on some detours to get on our, you know, through to our destiny. But if God has a plan for your life and he, you know, has something there for you, he's going to keep walking you towards that no matter what happens. Um, so just, you know, trusting in him and get right back on the, the path and take your kids with you. Nikki, I know all parents, especially single moms, are probably at least saying some sorts of prayers every single morning of God, just help me get up and get my kids up for the day. But yeah. it, it goes beyond that too, right? Absolutely. Prayer was something I just, I felt like when I was a single mom and, you know, even now, Praying just, I never said amen. I was just always praying. There was always something that I, I needed to ask God for. And it was, um, a lot of times it was through struggles that I was having, maybe financially or um, just wanting to get to the next level of what I thought was the next level in my life um, at the time. And prayer was always in, an incredible outlet for me. Um, I used to write down at the beginning of every year, my prayers, the things, my dreams, my goals to God. And throughout the year, I would just meditate on those and I would pray about them. And um, many of times, I, it's, some things I would write about on this prayer list were, you know, just funny little things. And some were really big things. Like I you needed a place for me to live with my daughter or, you know, someplace that was you know, bigger, she can have her own room. And then one prayer would be something like just funny. Like I'd love an Island in my kitchen at some point, you know, just little things. I'd let God know all of that stuff. But what was funny is I could really see, you know, maybe not all my prayers were always answered, but a lot of them were. And there were times where I would get into a great apartment with my daughter and the owner said, Hey, by the way, in the garage, he wheeled out this Island that he had for the kitchen and it was old. And I thought, Oh, that's really funny because I asked for an Island and this is one as old and rickety and, and willing as it is. Um, you know, just, it's, it's fun to see how God can really get into the details of our life. And when you're a single mom and you're feeling, you know, alone and you're going through really difficult times, if you, you know, trust in God and seek God and look for him in, in the little details and you're focused on that, I guarantee you're going to find that he is in those details. When your eyes are open to him, you start seeing him in your life. And um, so I always encourage, you know, a constant prayer life for, uh, for anyone, but single moms, you know, it, it, it was my anchor in and getting me through. And there was a lot of hope that came out of that. And I know that it was, you know, God being there with me through that time and, and being near to me through my prayers that, that got me out of my situation in one piece. I think just the title of this uh, devotional, I think is going to speak to a lot of single moms when you just want to move on, but you can't. How do you do it? <laughs> that was always a tough one for me. You know, you can you can make decisions and, and get into a situation 
in your life that you feel like you're over your head and maybe you weren't in your right mind or maybe, you know, you had made this decision because you were going through something radical in your life at the time, whatever it was that, that made you get into a situation that was maybe swallowing you. Um, you know, sometimes you, you, you find the light and then you look back and you say, okay, now I'm, you know, I'm in my right mind and I want to turn my life around and, and make new decisions. And then you realize, but wait, you know, the past is still haunting me a little bit. Like I always refer to it like, you know, the, the ghost of Christmas past in the Scrooge movies. Like, you know, they come back to, to walk you through maybe where you went wrong. And, and that could be maybe the voice of you still have maybe an, an ex in your life and it's not a, a positive situation. Or you have, you know, the debt that had, you know, piled up during that time that you were making bad choices. You know, when you're in the situation of being a single mom, sometimes there are constant reminders of where you went wrong on your journey to get you there. And you're like, but I'm ready to move on. And I've made new decisions in my life and I want to turn this around. But sometimes the past has a way of, of being around still. And that takes time. To, to walk through and to uh, move away from. Um, so in my book, I, I constantly, you know, encourage single moms that, you know, you're going to probably continue maybe to deal with, with some of the, the remnants of what, you know, you've walked through, but to continue to, to look at the positive down the road and know that even though it may be difficult, you may be trying to, to get out of debt, you may be trying to, you know, get into a better relationship or not deal with some of the turmoil of some of the past relationships. You know, you're, you're going to be in that maybe for a bit, maybe for a long time at times, but you will get out on the other side if you continue to do the right thing, continue to walk in love um, and trust God, and he will absolutely take that situation for you and get you to the other side, even if you're dealing with some of the negatives because of your choices. And I had seen so many ways that, that God brought me through some of the darkest, most deepest holes that I never thought I would, I would get out. I'm like, I, I really am, am ready for this past to be gone. And uh, a lot of times that, that past or those difficulties were really refining me and, and making me a better person. So Take those things not as burdens, but as learning opportunities for you to grow and um, for you to be able to, you know, help others along your journey as well. And so just hang in there and allow God to get you through and, and don't take those negative things as, as completely negative, but turn that around as a positive and, and let it just make you a better person and a better mother. Let's talk a little bit about good parenting. So um, in your devotional for single moms, you talk about parenting, but I think it's something that I'll tell you what, my hand is up before anyone else as a dad of three kids now. I could use a little help too. Uh, I'm always looking for more <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's a tough road because, you know, every child is different. You could have a, I have three kids and one will be 18, one will be 14, and one will be three. Um, I've walked through different stages with each of them. You know, my, my oldest daughter was always 
actually fairly easy and you wouldn't know if she had, you know, something bothering her and an issue. She wouldn't complain. She just was easy breezy. And then I got to my son and there was a whole new set of, of issues. So with each child, you know, I always say everything is, is so different, but I, I became a better parent. I believe when I just started being better and more consistent with my discipline with my kids. Um, one thing my daughter always said about me and her friends would come over and they'd say, go ask your mom, you know, if you can do this. And she said, well, my mom said no. And they said, well, ask her again or, you know, beg her, or try to get her to change her mind. And my daughter would say, you know, my mom, once she says no, or once she says yes, you know, that's always the answer. And I'm, I'm not allowed to go back after that, you know, and, and beg or anything. And she, they always knew. And I felt like when I had the consistency with my yeses and my noes, and they knew that I meant business, that, you know, they, they took me seriously. So I wouldn't be in a, in a situation in public to where they're having a, a, a total meltdown. I mean, I did before. Let me share a, a small story. My daughter was at Chuck E. Cheese as a little girl and, um, she started having a huge meltdown and I said, okay, if you keep, if you keep doing this, we're going to leave, you know? And so she just kept going crazy and all the pizza was getting ready to be dropped off at the table. I got to go boxes. She didn't think that I would be serious about what I had said. I wrapped up everything, took all the kids home (laughs) and brought her home. And she still remembers that to this day. But, like my mom, my mom means business. And so when she said something, she's going to follow through with it. And I didn't always do that, but I learned about, you know, discipline and how much it, it could really, really help us, but it also really helps them. And, um, and that went for, you know, just having structure in, in my teenage children's life to having structure with my two-year-old. Um, you know, it's not always, a hundred percent discipline and down to business, but having that base and structure for them helps them grow and helps them have security and, and feel safe as kids. So I think for me, that was the, the biggest, most defining thing is just being consistent, constantly consistent with my kids. And, um, you know, they, they are pretty awesome and incredible and it's not always, I know 100% black and white and 100% easy in parenting. Um, there's not a, a manual for every personality <laughs> of, of child. So, you know, we all have to kind of walk with wisdom through our own situations and, you know, seek advice and pray and do all those things as parents. But I do know as a solid base of raising our kids that consistency in discipline and consistency with being there them is a game changer and it will allow them to have security, allow them to grow and to know where their boundaries lie. And it, it really deepens the relationship between the parent and child and, um, and it helps us in, in all those different situations.